If you're expecting the unexpected, you may not be disappointed, matey. Find out in this very special pirate episode of... Tell you later. Tell you later. Don't forget to like and subscribe to their channel. We haven't got a title song for this show, so we're singing this thing instead. Okay. It's really just a substitute. Nonetheless, the melody may stay in your head. Oh, I hope so. Because it's a tune. It's a tune. You'll love to croon. You'll love to croon. Ah, but there's one thing you should know. We have to confess we do not possess a title song for this show. Ain't it peculiar? Believe it or not. We haven't got a title song for this show. Oops. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Tell You Later. We are continuing our series with Robert Samo sharing what it's like to break into voiceover. Uh, I hope that you are, by the way, a huge success by the time this show airs. But if you're not, we that's okay because that's part of the process, right? I think I just started kicking in the wall, so there's a tiny bit of a crack a right there. Dead, at this a little point. Yeah. crack in the wall. I want to say thank you to our patrons who support our show. Go to patreon.com slash later. Those of you who go on Anchor who are listening, we really appreciate you. Uh, you can check us out there. Also, uh, well... On Patreon, you're going to get to hear more information, you get to see extra episodes, and we also now have a PayPal link for those who just want to give us a little tip or help support us, one-time thing, we really appreciate that too. So look for that in the mail. No, just kidding. It's going to be on the website and the information below. And if you have any questions or comments based on what you're hearing here, please write them in the comments below and we'll try to address those and get those answered. So. Back to, oh yes, my co-host today, Drew Dayton, who is also, he's, he's I would say, about 10 steps behind Robert, maybe, in the voiceover career process. Might be a little bit closer. A little bit closer, because he's going to have an actual degree in something. What are you getting your degree in? <laughs> Film and media production. Film and media production. Okay, it's sort of like theology, because... <laughs> You're at a Christian university, but, uh, yeah, not exactly. Okay, so... He's going to sign a contract with PureFlix soon. Oh, there you go. There you go. Christian so, streaming service for people that don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were just um, looking at the Abide app. There's uh, meditation apps out there that I've done some voice work for, and I've sent a bunch of friends over, and now they just got, excuse me, uh, acquisitioned? Absorbed, I don't know how you call it. By acquired, acquired by guideposts. Yes. So there's a lot of opportunity in the voiceover world uh, from whatever persuasion you might be. Um, So you were saying that you made you commercial demos are your first demo usually. That's what that's what everybody told me, and so that's the route I went. I could have done audiobooks to start with, but I didn't. So Mm. you never know. And you then, want to do audiobooks? Maybe on occasion. I don't know because I hear the the pay is very unusual with audiobooks. It's based on um, finished hours. Finished hours, yes. Instead of 
you know, taking the book home, reading it once through the first couple of times, making your notes, and then going back. So I don't know if I'm that dedicated, because what if the book is awful? <laughs> Some people just love reading Some people are great at audiobooks, yeah. too. The best is the people that write their autobiography and then read, read it, it themselves. Yes. Yeah. And it's very staccato. <laughs> Those are my favorite ones. Um, yeah. Actually. Well, yeah. you know, that's fun. Okay, so you, how how was it make? How long did it take you? What was the process of making that commercial um, demo? You know, setting everything up for the commercial demo took probably about a week to two weeks. You know, getting the copy, getting it ready, figuring out the studio time director schedule, your schedule, and then finally going in and recording. Did they make you write your own copy, which is another word for script? Um, no, the, fir the first one we did was already pre-used copy, and of course I record that like three weeks pr you know, prior to them changing it up and going, no, we want all original copy now. So, you know, because the times change, and that was the cusp, and literally like three weeks later, like, no, it has well, to be all original. And, and there is some debate, too. If you read something... Mm -hmm. And it's already on the air. Right. It's almost like saying, I did this spot. Mm -hmm. And that's not cool. And that's the big debate uh, as of today, so that's why. Yeah. yeah, so it's better to... You can always change the name of the product. Mm -hmm. You can add, change a few words, whatever. You can kind of use a basic copy mm -hmm. to form your own. But that's the idea, right? Yeah. And then my animation one was uh, all original script copy. Again, thank did you. Did you write it? No, Brock wrote it. Brock Powell wrote it. So, okay. yeah. He's a, he's a great writer, and I'm waiting for his first animated feature to come out at some point, because I know that's going to come. Yeah, that'll be cool. And he really, you know, became friends with Bill Farmer, mm -hmm. who's the voice of Goofy, and yeah. that's how he met a lot of people. Yeah. So make friends with somebody, yeah. right? <laughs> make, friends make, with make friends with everybody, really. Just be nice to everybody. Yeah. Just oh, be yeah. acquaintances. We said that, right? Mm -hmm. We said that already. Yeah. So to make your, was it a different process making the commercial one than the animation one? Uh, yeah, because the commercial one, everybody was in the studio because it was pre the world falling apart. And then the animation one, the world fell apart, so I'm in the booth by myself, and they were remote via like a Skype link in basically on the other side of, of the building. More of the show is coming up in just a moment. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now back to the show. Well, okay, you so know, who, who was? Who was? Uh, Austin Farmer, Bill Farmer, and Brock Powell for the, uh, for the animation one. So they weren't in the same studio with you? No. But they were in the same studio with each other? Well, they practically, you know, see each other every, like, 45 minutes. So they were okay yeah. with it. So were you in the same building? Uh, the next building right over, yeah. They have, like, you know, uh, the studio uh, on the property and... So, yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. all right, all right. So they sent you over there. So you yeah. couldn't... Did they have, like, a little camera so you could see their yes. faces? Oh, because yeah. it was Skype, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So, you know, I'm the one in the in the hot booth, and no fan, no AC, and they're the ones in the company. No, I'm sure. teasing, no. Yeah. I'm sure it, it was everybody. like that, right? No, but that's how it is with recording everything. You have to you have to tease a little bit, but no. They, it was absolutely a phenomenal experience, especially when Bill Farmer is your director. Yeah, so. and he's a super nice guy. Yeah. Did, did... Grammy Award? I'm sorry, uh... 
gold record winning Bill Farmer. So. Mm, he's a Disney legend. He is. He's a Disney legend. But but how did you come up with the characters to put on your demo? Uh, I was coaching with Brock, and Brock helped me develop my characters, where my strong suits would be, because uh, my voice ranges between baritone and bass, depending on the, the time of day. Wait, which one's higher? The baritone's higher than the right. bass, yeah. Can you give us an example? <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to put me on the spot? Is that bass? Yeah. Okay. So... You know, it just depends on the day, because uh, my voice was actually a lot lower before I had nasal surgery. Oh. So, yeah. I used to suffer Well, there's from... a little bit of personal information. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I used to suffer from sleep apnea because my adenoids had never receded, which is something that's in a baby's nose that keeps it from getting congested and, and getting sick. Maybe that's receded, my problem. So. I have adenoids. Possibly. So mine never receded, so they filed down my septum. Of course, it doesn't help that I broke my nose twice. And then uh, wrestling everybody, you know, get that cross face. And uh, from there, you know, my voice actually changed. It wasn't the same. So. Wow. Luckily, I had the surgery before I even thought about getting into voiceover, or else I would have been a totally different then person. Then you had to make a new demo. I would have had to make a new career. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So. Interesting. So you went in, you, you worked on the characters first with your coach. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then wrote the script. He wrote the script, and he said, "You know what? I think you're ready. It's time. Let's uh, let's get this done." And you know, world fell apart, so we had to postpone, of course, for that. And then once things started opening up, we got it. We got it going. So. Wow. Okay. So, is there music on the your demo? Original music. Yeah. Yeah. So. Wow. See, did that's what I'm being told. At least, that? So. I had not thought about that. No. Mm -hmm. Wow. I said, yeah. and. Uh, once you record it, is that it, or do people have the opportunity to go back in and tweak it if they don't like it? Uh, from what I'm told, because I haven't heard the final cut yet, but okay. usually you you know you're allowed to make corrections. You don't sit there and go, "Hey, I spent X dollars, and you know, good luck to you." Mm. You know, this is what we're giving you. I think they're depending on who your director is, and if you have a good connection with them, there's uh, there's that option of making a, a few cuts here, a few cuts there. I like this take better than that take. You know, whatever else, because I remember the second take sounded better than the third take or fourth take or whatever it was that you put in there. So, are you actually in there helping them when they edit? No, but you recorded? get to you get to hear it, and then you know, some people remember what what they did if you have a good memory. So, Drew, what makes you think you want to do animation? Um, is it just is it animation that you want to do or voiceover? A voiceover in general, I'd be happy to do animation or basically anything. Mm -hmm. I haven't. Haven't quite uh, found that niche yet. So, what makes you think that that's what you want? Like, what characteristics do you have that's drawing you towards that? Um. Well, I mean, I I enjoy talking. So uh, <laughs> that's uh, good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. And yeah. Um, you've proven that all afternoon. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just. <laughs> This is something that of <laughs> silence is like a vacuum that I abhor. What is it? How does that go? I don't know. Although I did hear God occupies empty space. It's okay, but just trying to move things along. Okay, <laughs> all right. Yeah, um, you know, I, I've always enjoyed doing fun little characters with my voices, so. Um, I just felt like it would be a natural progression, you know, especially being a film major. I walked in not really knowing exactly what I wanted to do as the end goal, and I kind of stumbled into that as a... I didn't, hadn't really considered it as a possibility, so I figured I might as well uh, see if it's possible and go from there. Right, so it just goes to show you that you can go to school to get a degree, 
There is no degree for voiceover. I mean, you go to college and then that's, and I'm, I think college is a good thing, but it op really opens your mind up to what the possibilities are because you may go into producing film or you may end up being in voiceover, right? Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't be here right now if it wasn't for my college, so. Whoa, that is so true. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> did I scare you? <laughs> Are you okay? No, I'm fine. <laughs> I didn't expect you to have that epiphany at this moment. <laughs> you just never know when it's going to happen. <laughs> it just, you know, you got to, okay. <laughs> We're okay now? Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Here. All right. Thank you very much. Um <laughs> If we're not having fun, that's true. What's the point of being here? Martin right? Mole say if we can't kid each other, who can we kid? Right? Okay. Um, but that has nothing to do with anything. I don't know why that popped into my head. Oh, this is turning into much more like a typical tell you later episode. There you go. Uh, okay. So, blah, 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 blah. I was going to ask you. It's a great oh, I was going to ask. <laughs> Thank you very much. And the answer is. Tell you later. There you go. So it all ties in. Oh, yeah. There you go. Did you have you? Are you like known for doing funny voices yourself? Not really. I I think my if animation is the route that I probably end up in, it's definitely going Video to be the games. Uh, more so like either the ADR dubbing for anime because they always need villains, and I think I am far more the villain than the teenage superhero. You know, I'm not going to be that guy. It could be. Yeah, it maybe could be both because yeah. you know they have to have. You, they want to hire you to do more than one voice most true. of the time. Um, but I really love public address. Yeah. What P is the public address? The PA announcer over over the games, the oh. ring announcer in the fight, you know. Oh, I thought it was things. like the address of the White House. <laughs> <laughs> no. So that so why would you make an animation demo if you want to go into public addressing? Because why don't I want to cover my bases and do everything? The market will dictate where they want me. So what I hear you saying is mm. you thought it was worth the investment Absolutely. to mm. create all these demos to see right. where your spaghetti sticks. Absolutely. And the fact that my mom's from Lebanon, so I'm half Lebanese, I'm half Assyrian. Uh, thanks to Katie, I, since my father taught me Aramaic, I got to be the voice of Jesus. Uh, that was your first gig, That right? was my very first paying gig was Jesus in Aramaic. I know someone yeah. called me because I'm kind of known mm. for, I like to mm. network, and mm. I know a lot of people, and I love to give people jobs. Mm. Don't everybody ask me for a job, <laughs> just, but I, somebody I met who does the Bible Project mm. said, do you happen to know anybody who speaks Aramaic? And I'm like, I think I do. And yeah. uh, but I speak an Eastern dialect, and, and that's so what they wanted. They wanted a Western dialect. Oh, so I called Father Thomas at St. Mary's uh, Syriac Orthodox Church, and I said, "Father, can you help me with this?" And he's oh, that Father Thomas. Yeah. Okay, got it. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> over in Anaheim, so he was more more than kind enough to oblige me and help me with the with the dialectic translation between what I spoke and what was required, and I was able to record it. So I got to use my linguistic skills. That's very cool. Yeah, but with that in animation, you know, I want to be Simon Baz, the Lebanese Green Lantern, since my mom's from Lebanon, so. Is there a Lebanese Green Lantern? There's a Lebanese Green, Green Lantern? Lantern, yeah. More of the show is coming up right after this. 
Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus. Stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. And now back to the show. Wait a sec. What's Green Lantern right now? There's a million of them. So Earth is, Earth is the worst sector because each sector gets one Green Lantern and Earth has like 83. Like, that's how bad our, like, the Milky Way galaxy is, is that they need that many space cops. Oh, the Green Lantern is a space cop? They're basically a, a space police force. See, I'm, I'm kind of ignorant <laughs> when it comes to Green Lantern lore. So there's a Lebanese Green Lantern, and no one's spoken for him yet? No one's ever done him well, yet. Well, who could there's... you write to? Hey, if anybody out there <laughs> is aware of some production where you're making the Green Lantern speak in Lebanese, <laughs> Robert, how can they find you? You can just find me on Instagram at RC Samo, and that's the easiest one. That's my personal Instagram. Also, the fact that, you know, Wes Gleason is the one that's directing all the DC animated stuff, so... I don't know Wes. So we should but. tag him. You could pull, oh, no, you I'm not can share like, this. Annoy Wes. No, uh, you shouldn't. No, I've tagged him in a couple of things, it. so Just I'm not going to annoy him, him like three times a day. No, I, yeah. did I say three? No. Did I say three times a day? No, I just said when this goes up, you can share it, uh-huh. and then you can tag him. Right. I don't think I know him anyway. I may have met him, but I don't know. <laughs> but wow, okay. So the Lebanese Green Would you have to need like some other? Characters that speak Lebanese as well. Well, uh, depends. You know what uh, what characters they're going to create for for the animated feature for a Green Lantern thing. Is he going to be? Is this like a Justice real League? thing or something you made up? No, it's Jeff Johns created him for the new. A 52. Lebanese. Yeah. Well, why wouldn't they hire you? Who else are they going to hire? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I'll guys, I'll do the oath in Arabic for you if you want it. So. <laughs> what is it? Can you do the Green Lantern oath. Do you know the green? I don't know it, but let's hear it. Let's hear the Green Lantern Oath let's in see. Lebanese. Let's see. Well, so. you should, do you want? Should you tell it to us in English first? <laughs> what is it? Well, the Green Lantern. See, if I do it in Arabic, somebody else is going to steal it and go. Oh, I'll just copy him and do it. Oh, you know. well, okay. But you know, it's uh, we don't in brightest day plagiarism, right? But it's in uh, in brightest day and blackest night. Uh, no evil shall escape my sight. Let those who worship evils my uh, fear my power. Green Lantern's light, and then the Arabic it, start, it would start off with So that'll be like the first part of that, and then wow, yeah, because the people that they got to do Jessica Cruz, who's who is a Hispanic Green Lantern, they have they didn't do uh, the Green Lantern oath in Spanish, so let's do it in Arabic. They didn't do it in Spanish? Yeah, no. Why not? Unless there, you know, it was the dubbed Spanish version, but, like, for the English animated version, they didn't do it. Which, by the way, there is so much work uh, with Netflix, especially. They Every show they do comes out in about 50 different languages. Wow. So there's a lot of dubbing work these yeah. days. Have you have you done any? Uh, not for Netflix. I mean, just, just small stuff, non-union stuff, you know, still... Uh, Got that hammer and chisel and just chipping away at the wall oh. trying to get there. But, All right. Know. Well, I'm filing that away because yeah. I'm sure I know some people who could use some Lebanese. Mm. Uh, why were they so particular about Jesus's Aramaic? Well, because it's a different... There's uh, there's three different primary dialects of Aramaic that are still in use. So there's the Western dialect, 
the of the the Syriac Orthodox Church. There's the Chaldean dialect of uh, of Central Iraq, and then there's the Assyrian dialect that still permeates most of the Fertile Crescent in Syria, uh, Turkey, Iraq, and Iran. And so I speak the Eastern Assyrian dialect, and the one that was used that was primarily in Lebanon and the the Palestinian Israeli territories is the uh, Syriac Orthodox Church one that they use. Oh. And are they, is that what they speak? To then? enjoy the full episode, please support us at patreon.com slash tell you later. Thanks a lot. Is there anything else that you think I'm missing? Uh, well, if we think of anything else, we'll tell you later. Tell You Later is a Patreon-driven entertainment show. So what are you waiting for? Come on over. Join us at patreon.com front slash tell you later. If you like to smell the cactus bloom, welcome to Cactus County. And loads and loads of elbow room, welcome to Cactus County. If you like your mornings fresh and clear, welcome to Cactus County. And a pleasing breeze throughout the year, welcome to Cactus County. Now if you're tired of wandering or land or sea or foam, there ain't no point in pondering, just make yourself at home. 